Thank you. This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. WizardAmusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, my co-host, Jared Morgan. Yeah, Chris. We're finally here. Finally here. You've had a hell of a week, haven't you? I've had a crappy week this week, yes. <laughs> yes, it's been legit. Um I've had, um, well, Zachary's been um, sick in hospital for the last week, and um, just as he was getting over that, I got sick as well, so I've been sick. And then last week, I low-sided the bike. Hooray! And for those of you who don't ride, that means I stacked the bike. <laughs> um, so This is why they have was... training wheelchair. Oh. <laughs> well, you think it would be a problem with mine because mine's got uh, three wheels on it. Uh, oh, it does. But, yeah, it does. But um, this one, uh, unfortunately, the rear tire hit the sand, and not the front two tires hit the sand. Oh, so, I know what kind of bike you have. Okay. Yeah, Piaggio MP3. You'll think might be thinking of a spider, but no, it's not a spider. It's a Piaggio MP3. I'm thinking more um, of the look. I couldn't tell you the name. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. Normally, it's a relatively good bike, but uh, yeah, it didn't. It just couldn't handle sand. No bike can really escape sand. It's uh, it's a losing yeah. battle. So yes, that low side of me. It was only a low speed crash. I was about twenty five kilometers an hour, so not that fast. Mm-hmm. And um, I just um, it low sided, found a bit of good tarmac, then flipped me off. High side of me, um, and I was trying to run it off. You know do that the whole, oh, I could do this, I could keep up, I could keep up, then tumble, and yeah. then stacked it. Yeah. So I gave it a good go, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I just couldn't quite beat the laws of physics, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think anybody is able to beat those yet. They try, but, you know. They try, yeah. That's, so, that's what makes for good YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yes, I'm still croaky as anything, so you probably hear that today, but... um. And the good news is that there weren't really any major injuries. I didn't break anything or um, uh, anything like that. So it was just uh, a sore knee and a sore back. The back is now cleared up pretty well, so I'm yeah. fine there. And the knee, I'm just going going back to the doctor today to have a chat. It might be ultrasounds just to make sure that there's no super bad damage. It's, it's getting better, but uh, I don't know. Over here we have this thing called um, Workplace um, Health and Safety. Um, and work cover. So if you're on your way to work or um, directly on your way to work or directly on your way home from work, you're still covered under oh. um, workplace um, um, agreement for injuries. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, because I was on my way to work, uh, I might be eligible for um, this stuff, but I don't think I'm going to need it, honestly, because I don't think I really injured myself that badly. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
you, know, you normally they pay for your medical stuff like you know physio and stuff like that or any okay. sort of um, out of pockets that you might get. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I'll need it. Well, I'll have to see. Let's see what the ultrasound say. But yeah, that's my week. Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about a uh, a friend of our show who has been having a uh, year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, a friend of our show, and also he's a member of the Pimble Arcade Fan Forum. Uh, his name is Leroy. And Leroy suffers from seizures. So, and, seizures. Yeah. And from what he's told me, it, it varies from having just mild seizures throughout the day to now and then having not, he doesn't, he didn't call them the, you know, grand mall. I don't think he's, it's, I, I'm, I'm guessing that there's different types of epileptic seizure and stuff like that. Yeah. My dad um, suffered from epilepsy um, when he was younger. So, yeah, we, we know a little bit about it. Yeah. Grand Belzen, no fun. Um, <clears throat> the kind that he has knocks him unconscious <laughs> when, when, it's a, when it's a big one. And yeah. uh, very disoriented. It's what? And they also make you very disoriented, apparently. It's also made him have uh, bad memory. Um, mm-hmm. he, he just can't recall things. Uh, mainly about his past. Like he has a, a friend who's uh, been a childhood friend and the memories that he has of the childhood friend are basically the stories that have been told to him by the childhood friend. So it's like, that's how we remember. He's like, I don't even remember for myself. I just know the story now. Um, right. So anyway, the seizures have made it so that he is not able to work. Um, yeah. Obviously. And yeah, he can't hold a job. Blacking out every a lot. It's uh, also to yeah, the point that you know he can't drive, and he even has problems going to certain stores because of the lighting. It'll start oh. giving him, you know, uh, he can. He says he, he, he calls him auras. He can start feeling it coming, and then he just has to leave. Ooh. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, and unfortunately, the doctor that he used to have didn't ever bother with proper uh, documentation to this. So it wasn't like he was getting, he's not getting any disability or anything like that. Oh, despite the fact that he can't work. Right. That sucks. So I'm not going to go into massive details or anything about what happened a year ago. Uh, Suffice it to say his whole world crumbled apart and uh, his his wife, who was obviously supporting him, left, and therefore the yeah. man had no source of income <laughs> and, and can't get a job. Went to crap, his life and everything crap. really went to crap. And yeah. the seizures started getting worse. And it's like I said, just a bit of year of misery. Well, recently uh, he wound up getting a hold of a new doctor. And the new doctor was like, hey, we're going to we're going to get you on permanent disability. We're going to. Right. We're going to we got to study this and see what's see what's going on. So this is what I was going to what I wanted to bring up because it was like the craziest week for him doing a medical study in a hospital. He goes into the hospital and basically they're going to try and induce one of these big 
seizures because they need to because they need to map his mind. They need to find out is it happening, you know, in general in his mind, or is it you know, just in the frontal lobe? Because there are certain procedures yeah. that they can do based off of that. Hmm. And he said some of the tests that they were doing to him, it was just you know physically hurting him. But he was like, no, I need to. We need to get me to this point. We need to get me to this point. And unfortunately, the doctors wound up stopping it at one point and said, we can't ethically do this to you anymore because it's torture. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. So even oh. though even though he was like, keep on going, keep on going. They're like, we can't no, anymore. We have to stop. They were literally. If we keep on doing this, they literally had a strobe light that they were flashing him because strobes bring it on. Right. Yes. And this Big is time. what they were. And it basically, he just kept going, hit me more, hit me more. And they're like, eh, we, we can't do this anymore. So they were, this. Yeah. This is wrong. This is so wrong. On top, of, <laughs> on top of that, the poor dude, one day into the hospital, winds up getting pneumonia while there. Because oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's got a host of medical medical issues that have, uh, you know, they, as with anything, they crop up. You, they crop you're perfectly up. fine. And then as soon as one collapses, that just chain reactions, everything else. Right. Yeah, so exactly. So they eventually they were going to discharge him, and they were like, well, "Hold on, never mind. We're going to keep you a little bit longer. We've got another test, and this is the best yeah. part." So the literal prescription from the hospital was, "Oh, in this entire time, this entire trial that he was there, not allowed to sleep." So he was there a total <laughs> of eight days, nine days, eight or nine days, not allowed to sleep. He'd get. He said he was basically able to get maybe two or three hours. Um, wow. where, he could, where he could rest. But otherwise, it was, nope, we need you awake. And so on this this final bit of trial, they had him playing video games, uh, watching a particular Pokemon cartoon that, I guess, induced 700 seizures in Japan when it first aired. <laughs> um, that sounds about right. Thank you, um, I forget what the one of the other things was, but then the, the final thing was and drink alcohol. So they got him sloppy yeah. drunk, had him playing video games, <laughs> all these things trying to induce it. Now, what he said, the funny thing is, is that the alcohol helps reduce seizures for him. Uh, so that wasn't a good thing. So instead, they gave him two cups of coffee, which I guess sends him through the roof. It still wasn't inducing it, though. And. So the doctors were like, ah, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. So they kind yeah, of left him the to own... Yeah. So they <laughs> left him to his own devices. So he was like, damn it, if they're not going to do it to me, I'm going to do it to myself. So he went on his laptop, looked up whatever, you know, seizure-inducing imagery or whatever, put the little trigger button in his hand for if he was having a, a big one, he automatically, you know, clenched his fist, and then doctors would come rushing in. And started watching this. Ride the wave. <laughs> and he <laughs> started do doing this. it to himself, right? And he's doing it, and, right. he, and he said he could feel it coming. It was like right on the verge and just, you know, almost yeah. there. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just like in pure agony, right? And, it's like going to be a beauty click. <laughs> and so he, he never got quite to that point because then the nurses or somebody, the doctors, came in and were like, what the heck are you doing? And it turns so out that team. while he was so while he was doing this, his this. doctor was watching his brain waves, and also his brain waves were like going off the map in funky directions. It's like, what the heck is going on? I gotta go check this out. So yeah. they at least did they did determine that he's got to, uh, it was the general over his brain action. Um, 
It wasn't like targeted to a particular no. area of the brain. No, which then of course it turned out that the medication he'd been on for years was completely the wrong medication. Well, the fact that he was still getting seizures probably would indicate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the fact that his doctor wasn't keeping you know actual good records for him to use. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's crap. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. So, yeah. so meanwhile, the poor guy, he's like, I don't want to go on disability. He's like, I want to work. But he's been trying for a year to get work, and nobody will hire him because nobody's doing work from home. So I'll put this out to, to our know. listeners. If anybody is interested in somebody that wants to work from home and has a good mind for he's self-taught on uh, all sorts of uh, computer programs. I mean, we're talking you know, coding kind of programs and doing uh, animation and stuff like that. Um, oh. Yeah. He's, so he's really oh, a skilled dude. Like oh, no, he's dude. very talented. It's just he doesn't have the degree to go along with that. And then the fact that he yeah. can't go out and interview, um, it, you know, it has to be all via work at home. Um, mm. But, yeah, if anybody's looking for uh, for that kind of thing, hit us up. Uh, we'd love to pass along the info, and I'd love to, to help him out in any way possible because I'm telling you, if you think you you've had, like nobody's business, this dude has been just yeah. – I'm telling you, if you heard the whole story of his past year, you'd want to shoot yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Adam's diabolical. Yeah. And then the worst part is, so he loves pinball, right? And what happens in pinball all the time? Flashing lights. Flashing and lights. What the hell, man? Right? <laughs> and he says, he told me that he said, because he was at the Arcade Expo too. Um, his, uh, his buddy took him, drove him down there. And so I saw him there, and I, I was talking to him. And he goes, yeah, I'll be playing. And he goes, next thing I know, the ball will drain. And I'll be like, well, how did that happen? And he says, because he has these micro time lapses that oh. just, like, just, you know, a second will disappear from him. And in that, that's all the time it takes from, you know, for the ball to go from the top of the field to the drain, right? It's pretty much like a, it's pretty much like a, a frame drop, a couple it's, of frame drops in, when he's playing digital pinball, but in real life. Yeah, I said I said he's lagging. <laughs> totally lagging. Yeah. yeah, he needs to get some more RAM. I think. Is your wife having a cackle in the background there? No, my wife is hacking up a lung. She's uh, not uh, well. <laughs> she's joining, joining the masses in sickness and yeah. in unhealth. Oh, good. I think that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out. Uh, uh, speaking of bad, bad weeks, um, turns out she's allergic to pineapple juice. We didn't know pineapple this. Juice. We oh, didn't know this. When you went for pizza, did do you have pizza? No, some pineapple, Pat, pineapple pizzas over there. We do. She had actually had yeah. a pineapple ice cream with pineapple on it. No problem. Two days oh. later, give her a cup of pineapple juice, and within an hour, it's like bad news. <laughs> Oh and that's, of course, yeah, that's so that's triggered, uh, like we say, chain reaction. So it's triggered allergies, which and then, you know, nasal drip, which causes coughing, all sorts of all wonderful. That. All the fun stuff. How very bizarre. All the fun stuff, yes. So yes. this is the uh, the health update episode of uh, the Blockade podcast. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've never done a health blockade, you know. We, we don't. We usually leave that to uh, Don and Jeff of the Pinball podcast. They always do health updates. <laughs> so... They always they always do help updates on this show. Poor old uh, Jeff, he always has something wrong with him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it's all right. It's our turn now. We can say we've it's done. It's our turn. 
Yeah. 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 You've been playing much pinball this week? Let me think. I Oh, yeah. Well, I've been playing a fair bit of pinball arcade, actually. Oh, um, what have you been playing? Oh, oh, I've been playing... I've been going back through um, some of the tables, some of the older tables, just having a look around them because I decided to uh, invest in uh, pro mode on a couple ah. of seasons. And um, I thought, oh, well, the first thing you're going to do when you've got pro mode is not open the, not open the door but actually use the table explore feature Mm -hmm. to see what's going on. And Mm -hmm. you know how we were talking about Cactus Canyon last week and the things that really do need to be tweaked. Well, I thought, well, I'll have a look at around Cactus Canyon. And I found that when I did the table exploration mode where Bart is, if you go over the top of Bart, you'll actually see like a static image of his head on the play field (laughs) underneath him. Oh, no. Because, of of course, if you're playing the game, the aspect ratio of the game, you can't see it. Because it's right. it's what they would have done is they would have taken the camera and just hovered over that part of the playfield with Bart assembly there, taking a shot of it. It would have been all flat, and then yeah. they would have gone right. Well, that's where Bart goes, obviously. So we'll put the Bart figurine over that, and all good. But yeah, in pro mode, you can see you can see under the skirt <laughs> essentially, and see some of the stuff that they've done. Um, and you know that that's something that I'm, I wouldn't even raise as a bug because that doesn't affect gameplay at all. It's just a bit of art that's not supposed to be there but here's, it's, here's it's why I love not... mm. so in our in our blab uh session here we've got a couple of guys from the forum that are uh, listening on us and just as you say that about uh you know start talking about cactus canyon one of the guys all of a sudden i see is you know he's still in here uh Kazania, actually all of a sudden mm. i get the steam notification that he's gone into pinball arcade and I'm like hey guess you just <laughs> want to have a look well i think i checked that <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think on some of those, um, those older tables, I think we, we see a, a little bit of that because of the way that they've um, changed the the way they digitize, I think. Now what I think they do is when they digitize tables, they, they take a lot of stuff off. Yes. Um, so there's no – I'd imagine there'd be no shadows cast from the camera when they actually take it. So big assemblies like Bart would really throw off the light um, mm-hmm. when it's been taken so i imagine they probably stripped that down at least a bit i don't know if you guys have saw but on youtube they actually showed a, a stripped down video of rescue 911 which will be the next table um, or at least that the beginnings of the stripped down video <laughs> yeah that's just the very start where they're just taking the bits yeah. off the table and um yeah we actually get a cameo from norman in that video yep. um which is kind of cool um so good, normal. <laughs> you could, and you could tell it was on his lunch break because he had his lunch bag in his hand and was like, "Hey, let me okay. come in and check on oh, what's going on in here." Oh, hey, look at that! Yo, 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 take that part oh, off. Okay, bye. There's a the thing there. You're going to undo that, undo the thing, and then drop the cable through the playfield, and then you can get the assembly out. Yeah, I can just imagine what he was saying. So yeah, that was pretty cool to see. The whole time I was watching that video, my before. right. The whole time I was watching that video, that what was going through my mind was. So how does he remember where all that goes? And I know that obviously off camera you couldn't see it. There was he was writing something, and you know there's probably a way that they put the parts in and stuff like that. But I was just kind of like, yeah, hey, he's so like a... diving in, like taking everything off, and you know. <laughs> I reckon if they were smart about it, they'd actually have some sort of like playfield size um, board, and then have it sort of like with just grids on it. So you could just basically go, all right, this part, dump it into that grid. And then that right. part, the screws go there. And mm-hmm. you could almost pretty much do it like that. And that'd be a really easy way of, uh, of working out what parts go where. If you're doing it for 60 tables, which, you know, yeah. they're 
probably pretty good at doing it by now. But so the, the question is, from the, the question from the peanut <clears throat> gallery is, uh, and this image of Bart is not on the real table. No, there is no image of Bart on the actual table. It's it's no. This is um the, the um, stand up. <laughs> yeah, the so, toy. Because I mean, if you if you go to the uh, the back of the playfield and you go right over Bart and you look down like actually through. Um, what would be right down at a 90-degree angle onto the playfield. You'll see the Bart assembly is there in 3D, and then directly underneath that, you'll see that there's like a picture of Bart underneath the tape, uh, underneath the Bart assembly. So it's sort of like there's two Barts. There's double the Bart. The reason why they do it is because it takes a lot of effort to strip out that piece of assembly completely from the playfield. Um, so when they're quickly trying to remember that, Cactus Canyon was in a time when they were busily trying to get out um, a number of tables um, uh, and for them to actually drop the assembly out and then take the photo would have taken just that much longer to do. So they probably just left it in realizing that um, they'd be putting a big assembly over the top and no one would actually see the art. I've seen it with um, slingshot um, stand-up posts as well. Uh, that sometimes they, they haven't quite got around to putting the art in for in the early betas. And you'll see the the actual static image of the um, the the star posts for the slingshots and stuff where there should be like 3D model posts. And they just go, oh, yeah, we, we just need to put those in. And they just dump them in. You can't even see them. Um, but when you go over the play field um, in pro mode and you're going to explore, what you see is... Um, you do actually see some irregularities like that in other places. So because of the perspective of the table and the way that they they realign the images, when they put a post in line with the, um, the image that they captured with the camera, um, when you go over the table, you'll still see sometimes the post sort of sticking out behind the post, um, the actual 3D post. But you can't see it, of course, when you're playing the game because it's all just hidden behind actual 3D assets. So, yeah, it's interesting to see how they sort of get around some of these things um, because completely depopulating the play field of everything, like, you know, stand-up posts and and targets and everything would just be so, so time-consuming to do. They, they just wouldn't do it, probably. It'd just be too hard to do. Yep, welcome back. Ugh, my computer. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <clears throat> You're back now. So yeah, nothing, nothing like crap. And I were in the middle of a sentence too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what were you talking about? The thing you, you think you find weird about was it Cactus Canyon? I forget what you, what you're going with. We could just drop it and just move What's on. Let's drop it because I have no clue where I was going with that. No, me neither. <laughs> I was just having a chat while you were away, just to Xavier about um, um, you know, he he managed to find it as well. So oh, okay, uh, must be. It was on PC2, and um, he was just wondering why they why they would have done that. And I just clarified that, well, you know, no one's going to see it when they're playing the game. Yeah. So it's much easier for them to do that than it would be to actually go and drop that assembly out of the play field, then take the photo. So it's just, it's fine. They know that it's, they're going to be able to work around it, so they, they know exactly what they can and can't leave on the play field, which is pretty smart, really. Yeah, it does worry me about the shortcuts that were taken early on, though. Oh, the, there's lots of stuff that needs to be revisited on the season one and season two tables where they were releasing two at a time. That was just terrible. But the question becomes is, is do they have clean assets 
that they could go back and use, or is it a case of no, we need to go back and re-strip the table and re-photograph everything, uh, you know, to get it so that, that stuff isn't there? Because um, they were doing mm. a lot of modification, like on Genie, uh, you know, their Genie is beat up. Um, yeah, I mean, there's huge swaths of That's graphics why they had that to are not touch the word bonus on it because right. it was just wrecked. Yeah, right. So, um, you know, there there's huge amounts of artwork that they are reproducing themselves, you know, creating themselves as opposed to just taking a photo uh, of the actual physical machine that they have. Um, so I wonder in cases, you know, back in the day, was it just like, oh, yeah, we'll just photograph from the top down and yeah, we're just going to digitally erase us anyway. And then they didn't digitally erase it we'll or, or it you know, whatever. Digitally. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it's and, and you're right. It's the kind of thing that during while you're playing the game, you're never going to notice it. Yeah, um, but if you're looking at it a lot, if you if you've got a table exploration mode, it's like, oh hey, yeah, like you say, looking at the skirt, you're seeing a you're seeing things you shouldn't be seeing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They are looking at going back um, through. I was having a chat with um, uh, Flippy Floppy the other day, and he said when they've got gaps and schedules, they do try and go back in and and just the the two QE guys. Mm-hmm. Go back through and, and see what they can do with some of the tables. And um, I think they had a go at some of the, um, a bit of the draw order stuff and, and stuff with all the uh, tournament tables recently. Just a few minor bug fixes with those because there was yeah. they had a little bit of spare time and they were just able to slot it in. And I think the stuff that they try and do when they've got spare time is, is more like... Um, <laughs> cosmetic fixes so they want mm-hmm. to try and get rid of some of the, um you know some tables like elfire and the party monsters have really bad um table grime on them yeah on the wear points so they go try and go back through and get those touched up and and um removed and make them look a little bit better so it's it's stuff that comes down to needing an art pass they're, they're a little bit limited to um, but i think there's some stuff they can do themselves um and they they try and do it wherever possible. So they they just chip away at the bug list and see what they can get done. So it's good. Yeah. So uh, I, despite uh, having zero table goals on Champion Pub, um, when we started Table of the Week this last week, I played very little of Champion Pub. I've I've opened up the Wizard goals as about as far as I've gotten because I. Uh, Hey, shocker of shockers, a game actually came out that has stolen my attention away from Pinball Arcade, which I fully expected it to anyway. And I'm happy that it did because now and then I need a distraction. Um, mm. so, yeah, you always need variety. I always I've need, yeah. Stuff as well. yeah. Yeah, so I've been playing uh, the new Tomb Raider game, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is oh, yeah. phenomenal. Um, I am such a huge fan of this type of game, uh, which Exploration is that... Adventure. Stealthy exploration. I'm not a melee fighter um, in any kind of games that, you know, even games that are, that's, you know, the core of it. I'm more of a, well, let me go find a hidey hole and uh, just pop off shots or, you know, I don't, I don't like rushing into the middle of the battlefield and just like, you know, spraying everywhere. That, that to me is not fun. And it causes me way too much stress while playing, Yeah, um, which I don't like being stressed while playing a game. I mean, I don't mind tension, but I don't like uh, just that ill feeling of just like, Oh God, what am I doing? You know, and you see your pants kind of, kind of playing. Um, but it, I remember it's, I've been playing the first couple of Tomb Raiders and you're just getting chased by things and you're having to like strafe around them and, <laughs> and cap them with well, your little pistols. 
Yeah, when you think about patient. it, uh, when you, when you think about it, those those very early Tomb Raider games, it was okay. Here's your puzzle, and here's your action bit, and here's your yeah. puzzle, and here's your action bit. Um, and actually, you could go back even further, you know, to the uh, Prince of Persia back in the old Apple II days. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when that was on there, and Prince of, you know, it was that hey, solve this puzzle, and yeah, you're going to have a little bit of a, you know, some very I mean, that was a side scroller back then. Um, mm, yeah, it was. You know, so it's quite so kind of little action bits, puzzles, but, right? Yeah. Right. And then I, I was trying to think. I don't know if there was really a true puzzle game in the vein of Tomb Raider before Tomb Raider. Um, in my mind, the history of of this kind of game went from Prince of Persia to those initial Tomb Raiders. I mean, and yeah. you know, Laura Croft was basically just a, a female Indiana Jones. Was everybody was always. Yeah. You know, saying about it. That's right. Um, and then Prince of Persia went, hey, wait a second, you're stealing our thunder. And all of a sudden they came out with a, a their fully 3D modeled game. And it was less about action and more about, uh, way more about puzzling. And it was like, it was parkour, you know, bouncing around. And that was a lot of fun. Um, that's really diabolical puzzles in that. Mm. And then <clears throat> came Uncharted, which I love Uncharted. And this is kind of what got me uh, in this whole fix is because the new Uncharted 4 is coming out on PS4. I do not own a PS4, so therefore I will not be able to play what is arguably my favorite series (laughs) until I get one. Um, Uncharted 2 is is fantastic. Um, Probably my favorite game-playing game. Experience, experience that I've yeah that I've ever had. I mean, just the opening of that game was so phenomenal. I don't know if you've ever, uh, you I don't know. Did you have a PS3 that you were able to play on? No, I stopped at PS3. No, so you never got. Yeah, so you never yeah. got to experience it. it. It the opening of that game. Not only does it introduce all the game mechanics that you need, which I always like when they kind of nurse you through the first, you know, just kind of like, hey, this is how you do this, this, rather than... They put the instruction, instruction in the game. Right. I, yeah, yeah, I hate that. Onboarding yeah. experience is a great way to do games. It's pretty much how they're was, all doing it now. But it was this purely cinematic uh, experience. I mean, it was mm. it was as good as so many... Uh, action movies that I love, just this opening thing. And I was like, yeah, I mean, totally set the tone. Whole game played out that way. So I absolutely loved, loved the Uncharted series. And then all of a sudden they came out, uh, what, two years ago, maybe three years ago, um, the reboot of Tomb Raider. And I fell all over in love with that because they did a really good job of the puzzles. The puzzles weren't so diabolical, which was kind of a... It was kind of like, oh man, I really do want my, you know, want to think about this some. But they did a really good job of mixing the action and the puzzles at the same time. Sometimes you have to figure out the puzzle while, you know, doing an You're action bit. Action. Oh, that was hard. Yeah, um, it can be a little bit difficult, <laughs> but it was yeah. it was pretty cool. Um, and I've replayed that maybe three times since on the PC. I don't usually replay games uh, that much, so I mean that really speaks, you know, something to it. And so now here I am playing this, uh, this newest one and what I am absolutely, I'm only a third of the way through the game. And I'm one of these that, especially with Tomb Raider games where it's like, I want every single secret mm. and what's, you want to catch them all. I want to catch them all. And what's brilliant about this game though, is 
that you push a button, they call it survival in, uh, survival instinct. And mm. basically it highlights where anything that you can open or grab is in the region. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, that so it's not quite... frustrating parts of, the, of Tomb Raider in the past, like bumping into walls, working out what thing you need to press right? with your body. Yeah. Right? He drives you know, me crazy. For, right, you're, like, you're like a blind person feeling the wall, just, you know, okay, yep. move over two steps, push, move over two steps, push. Yeah, none yeah. of that is there anymore. And, that's good. And finding all the treasures, it... Now, it doesn't show you every single treasure when you're first there, because as you discover certain treasures, it updates your map, and then your map all of a sudden reveals new treasures. So you go and, back to the levels again. Well, this is what I love about this particular version. That wasn't the same case. They had a survival instinct in, in the other Tomb Raider, the, the reboot, but this one, the sequel, it... A, the map I'm on right now is ginormous. It is huge. And so you're kind of solving regional puzzles or, or you know clear regions, but you're always kind of able to come back to the central hub. And so because of that, as the map opens up, it's not like you're having to, you know, oh, well, let me reboot or let me reload the game to this other area so that I can go do that. It's more or less just like, oh, well, I'm going to do a little bit more exploring, a little bit more exploring. Now, you can completely ignore all this and just go story based, um, yeah. which is nice, too. But I'm having a fun time just, you know, hunting animals and, and <laughs> you know, discovering mine shafts and stuff like that. And, cool. and the other thing that's cool about it, and this is where Uncharted always kind of annoyed me, was you'd be exploring the area, being really careful, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and find every secret. And then all of a sudden, you would hit one of those cinematic moments, you know, trigger one. Mm, yeah. And the whole <clears throat> world collapses behind you, and now you can't revisit that level. Now, oh, great. And yeah. you'd be like, oh. So it's, lo it's locked you off, yeah. <laughs> right, it's locked you off. And this is not locking you off on anything. It's like, because the yes, cinematic things... is delivered by the engine and you can just go back. <clears throat> well, but, it, but what it is, is it's like, even though maybe a building is collapsing or something like that, the treasures that you needed to find are still accessible. It's not ah, that it's, right. ah, it's now, it now collapsed around the treasure. So you can no longer get the treasure. It's you're, you're still able to get into this stuff and, you know, and, and find these things. And so that's what I'm really loving about it. Um, mm, that's cool. That sounds like but, a, they've really done a lot of thinking back through the last couple of uh, episodes of Tomb Raider and gone, yeah, we can do better there, and they've done it, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm, what I'm, makes me laugh though is it got me thinking about the plight of video game movies, mm -hmm. and you know, there's obviously all sorts of different genres that have been you know attacked with this. Mm -hmm. But when you think about this action genre, you know, okay, Tomb Raider actually had two movies done. Both of them were terrible. Um, mm. uh, Prince of Persia had a movie done. It was terrible. They've been trying to do an Uncharted yep. movie for a couple of years. They haven't cracked that nut, haven't, haven't made it. And it was like, well, what is it? Why, why is, why is the problem? What is, what is, and, and I kind of realized it. I was like, it's because, there's usually ammo and stuff just randomly lying around. I mean, who leaves this stuff just lying around, you know, hidden in a crate or in a bush? It just doesn't yeah. make any sense, right? But yeah. as you play the game, that's kind of part of the fun of it, right? Yeah. It's coming across that's me. Right. It's like, oh, cool, ammo dump. <clears throat> nice, you know? And then the they other thing work is... Around that. They could probably work around that by, you know, having lots of enemies lying around with guns on them and stuff like that if they were doing a movie. Right, but then cinematically, are you really going to show the person each time they run by an enemy picking up or grabbing down and be like, oh, look, I got a bolt. You know, yeah, it, it, no. you're not going to do that. And then the other thing that is 
kind of plays into this whole why they don't work aspect is that again, that ex- exploration that you go through, you, you don't mind spending a half an hour searching for something or, you know, sitting up there in a tree hunting animals, you know, <laughs> that's, that's part of the enjoyment of the game. Whereas in a movie, obviously you're not going to be able to, uh, you won't get that sense of enjoyment because they have to keep on keeping on. Right. Right. They got to keep on pushing and pushing and pushing. And so I think it's that, you as a person are investing your own emotions into the character that you're playing and kind of building mm-hmm. up the story in your own mind. As yes. opposed to, I think if you just watched one of these games played straight through, it makes me wonder, well, I wonder how involved I would be. I, I, I think that it's all about interactivity. That's what the games, that's what the idea of the game. That's the, the principal reason why game is a very different form of entertainment than movie. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I, I think you're probably nailed on the head why movies about games don't succeed because, you are not directly involved in controlling the storyline, and therefore it's just another action movie. So unless they, unless they, unless you're a massive fan of the franchise, um, it's not going to translate so well. Well, I think there's also a little bit of the believability aspect too. You know, you think about these games where you're hanging from a ledge, rock climbing, you're making these spectacular leaps mm. that any real person, their arms would have given out you yeah. know, minutes ago. <laughs> There's yeah. no way they, they would have been able to continually do this and take this abuse. Um, no. Whereas a game, it's just that's how you travel. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's right. par for the course. Yeah. It made me think that's of... That's what you're allowed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it made me think, oh, well, you can obviously, you could play it the other route and, you know, kind of make commentary on it and, and laugh at the movie, you know, they have the, the character doing it. be like, oh, look at them, you know, how strong my hands are. I can do all this, this, this. And then I realized, oh, mm-hmm. they did that. It was called Last Action Hero. <laughs> yeah, I loved that movie, though. That was did great. You really? I oh, loved man. Last Action Hero. It was, it was so terribly bad. It was good. I loved it. Yeah, I was going to say, I there's just, moments in it that are genius, and then there's too many moments, though, that are, well, usually most of them involving the kid. <laughs> it, it's the government just taking the piss out of himself all the time. I think that's right. great. Right, he's very good at self-deprecating in that movie. He's excellent. Yeah, yeah. And the pinball's good too. The pinball really captures that as well. The um, self-deprecation or the being very bad. Just, just the craziness, <laughs> the craziness of that movie. Like it's yeah, it's full of crazy that game. See, there's a movie where you know how in uh, Zen Pinball on a couple of the tables, like their Avengers table, they have different colored bo- or different balls that yeah. uh, do different. You know, if that ball is on the table, then obviously scoring becomes a different. Uh, Basically, way. they're taking the Doctor Who, but like Doctor's concept, and applied it to a colored ball. Basically, right, right. Yeah. And in Last Action Hero, because they had the one, the bad guy, he always had the switchable eyeballs, and he put a different yeah. eyeball, and that had every. Well, that's what they should have done. That table has had, you know, oh hey, look, there's a smiley face, and oh look, there's the t- the the target ball, you know, rolling rolling around. I don't know how they'd have to put a chip inside the ball or something like that to to, yeah. to figure well, it out. But they did that with one ball in Twilight Zone making it non-metallic, but that's the right. only ball done it with at the time because they didn't have the other technology then. But, uh, yeah, they could do it, you know. If someone was to do a remake of Last Action Hero digitally, that would be what you'd do. And you'd, yeah. You'd make well, it there really you cool. go. If, if Farsight winds up, because Farsight has one more Sony table. Um, mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's pretty much everybody's kind of assuming it's either going to be Last Action Hero or it's going to be Johnny Mnemonic. Um I'm leaning towards, I, I hope it's Johnny Like I don't want Last Action Hero because, you know. I think Godwin. Last Action Hero will be, I don't, I'm not a really huge fan <laughs> of that. Mostly because 
I, I can never get that bloody claw assembly like to like drop the ball where I want it to drop. Mm. The, the hand assembly, and usually they're the first thing to break on the table as well. Mm. They're pretty shoddy. They were badly badly engineered. Um, so yeah, if, if that's dead, then it's a really boring game. Basically, you're just shooting <laughs> loops and ramps, and yeah, boring. And waiting for the dolphin, basically. <laughs> but if if I'll say then yeah, if Farside does wind up doing last action hero, there you go, guys. There's what your ball pack is. Do something, you know. You're 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 now diving into that territory with Doctor Who where you're able to mech, you know muck around with the license. Why not muck around a little bit and make these custom balls that uh, then have a little uh, scoring effect the on the table? Yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see how they they do Doctor Who regenerated. Yeah, because me too. That sounds like a, a basically a complete game rewrite. Um, using the well, there's been an update. Uh, we've been updated on the fan form uh, that they got their initial response back from the BBC. They submitted their proposal for everything that they wanted to do and uh, the voice work that they would need done and everything like that. And BBC came back to them and basically said, "Keep on working, guys. Okay. We like what you're doing." Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah. that's that's really awesome that uh, yeah. you know they didn't come back with, uh, "No, you need to cut this. No, you need to cut that." It was more just like, "Yep, we're good. Keep on going." So yeah, I'll Keep be really cool. interested. Yeah, to yeah. to see. I hope that uh, that they pull out all the stops on this and do something awesome. Yeah, I think they have an opportunity to do it. But let's hope the first uh, couple of... Well, let's hope that the, the reskin they did on Haunted House was just a practice run, and they really <laughs> an, knock it out of the anomaly. park. Yeah, Interestingly that, enough, though, they said that it's because of that BBC approached them. Oh, really? That they did the the, the Ghostbusters retheme? Interesting. Because of the Ghostbusters, that got BBC's attention. So that when Farsight approached them regarding... Uh, doing Doctor Who, the, the BBC was like, well, you know how you did that reskin? What do you think? We'd be interested in doing that. Yeah, yeah. you should do yeah. that for us. So, so uh, cool. I, again, that, that was on the forum. Gateway. Yeah, that was on the forum where somebody was complaining about the reskin and, and, and you know, just going, oh, God, I hope it's a lot better than Ghostbusters, which I think we all kind of feel that way. Yeah. And then one of the guys, I can't remember which guy from Farsight, was like, well, before you rag on it too much, <laughs> it was that's like, the reason why we have. That's the reason why we're doing this one, or why we're getting the opportunity. So, um, yeah. yeah, you know, we're still going to rag on it though because it was pretty crap. But <laughs> it's good. That well, see, here's the thing. The I don't know. Am I ragging on it because it's the haunted house table, which I loathe, or just because? Because I will say this. The improvement on it is that they put in multi-ball and they solved that mm. stupid the the right-hand flipper problem of the ball just dropping down in between the two flippers um, because oh, they put yeah. a little gate there, yeah. right? So yes. two of my complaints regarding that table were taken care of because um, yeah, A, I true. need multi-ball and B, I hate that that double flipper action. So yeah. um and and obviously, once they got caught for using the Ghostbusters song when they weren't allowed to and had to change the music out, that really kind of kills the table, too. Um, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, as I said, lessons learned on that table, I think, will be very, very valuable for this one. So, yeah, I, think I agree. It's good that they made their mistakes on that one and um, now have a chance to really apply what they've learned doing the retheme and also changing the rule set as well. Um, it's going to be interesting how they implement that because they're like everything's ROM driven on that game, so they're going to have to do some pretty wild scripting to make it work, or they're going to have to write ROM in mm-hmm. in 
in basically assembly or whatever they used to use for um um for pinball code for pinball rom so that's well be the very other interesting, interesting thing is is that <clears throat> they're actually working with the licensor on this mm. um to see the standards of the license you know what the bbc wants out of them um you know, is it going to be a, a situation where, you know, hey, here's our product. And the BBC goes, we want it more, you know, do, you know, really dive into that, you know, and, and it'd be good mm-hmm. if, if there's a lot of, you know, push and pull to, to make yeah. this something really unique and, and fun. Um, yeah. As opposed, you know, the, hopefully the the uh, the brain trust, the the brainstorming that goes on with it is really pushing the envelope. Um, I'm looking what forward I'd like to, to see. What I'd like to see is actually Doctor Who regenerated be better than Doctor Who, the original table. Ooh, like, I'd like order. to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see, like, it's possible they could do oh, it yeah. if they really pull out all the stops where you, you actually want to play regenerated more than you want to mm-hmm. play the original. Um, so that will be pretty cool if they could pull that off. I'll tip my hat most definitely if they could pull that off. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Mm. Uh, Hey, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. We do want to encourage everybody to uh, check out the website that is uh, now live. Jared is still tinkering yeah. with it, but uh, and it's not really, not really. Not but... it. <laughs> it is what it is now. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm not anyway, it with it. It's it's done. It'll be the site. Check it out at blockadepinball.com. Um, uh, we do You'll have a. That, uh, I was going to say, you'll notice that uh, we'll start to put less and less information in all the other places you used to get the information from. So um, we're, we're encouraging you strongly to go over to Black A Pinball and get your episode summaries and timings and links and stuff like that. Um, and so, the other yeah. thing, that, the other cool thing is that there is a uh, discussion forum that uh, you guys can contribute to and uh, talk about uh, there. So Episodes. To those people yeah. that do not wish to go to Pinball Arcade fans and join in discussions there, you can have your discussions right there on our website. Um, That's right. We don't mind. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we can still moderate it. We so. can still moderate it. Yes, we can. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it'd be good to get sort of everyone. Like, we still want to, like, cross post over to pinball arcade fans because that was yes. sort of like where a lot of our listeners come from so it makes sense for us to do that but at the same time we don't want to be duplicating information so we'll announce the new episodes put a link to the the website and come over and um, have some fun over there you can still comment on the post in the forum if you want it's just that um yeah there'll be a couple of places you can do it now so yeah, come on over and try discuss, which is the the commenting backbone on the website. You can log in with Google, a number of different authentication methods. Um, uh, yeah, Google, Twitter, methods. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. There's heaps of different ways you can log in, and you don't even need to set up an account with Discuss. So just come in, connect, and and have a chat, test it out, see what you think. Feel free also to follow us, uh, the Blockade Podcast at Blockade. Uh, we we. We keep on coming flirting dangerously close to having 100 followers. I know that's a pittance uh, compared to many, 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 many other Twitter feeds, but I really want to cross that 100 threshold, and uh, every time we gain a couple, also we'll lose one. So uh, we are yeah. dangerously close, so please go ahead and uh, give us a follow so we can uh, cross, the, cross, cross that magic 100. Um, cross or you can follow me. Area. Exactly. Yeah. You can also follow myself at Shut Your Traps. You can follow Jared at Jared Morgs. Um, and, and don't, don't forget, forget about our about t-shirts. 
t-shirts yeah <laughs> that is represent.com forward slash blockade dash shirts and that campaign just keeps running so it when is. the campaign ends you'll get your shirt you don't have to wait for months or whatever it just um what's it like weekly now every seven days yep it's weekly <laughs> So, so if you yeah, order your whatever. shirt within uh, within a week, it'll uh, then uh, trigger that and start the process of being made and shipped. Yep. Now I'm just wondering for because when I ordered the, uh, the shirts for um, me down here, <clears throat> the shipping was prohibitive, and I'm just wondering if there's any Australian listeners on the podcast. I'm just wondering if you wanted to do a bulk order um, and get a whole lot of shirts in, like say. I would order a whole stack and we can get the shipping down to a lot less. Would that interest you guys um, in getting shirts? Um, so it would be pay up front for the shirt. I order them and then I get them shipped locally and then we just ship them domestically for like 10 bucks or something like that. So it would save a lot of money in shipping. So if anyone's interested in that, tweet me at Jared Morgs or send me a PM or an email um, or something, reach out to me and we'll see what we can do. There we go. That's the business end of our uh, podcast. Obviously, we didn't front load it that way because you guys would turn off right away. <laughs> hey, join us next week, won't you? We'll have more discussions of pinball, snacks, movies, but mostly pinball. Mostly pinball. Mostly pinball. Unless we can't think of anything about pinball and then, you know, it's fair game for anything Ooh. I want to talk about. That's right. <laughs> or me. Yeah, random stuff. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Jared will have a much better week this week and uh, won't uh, try and kill himself because there's enough things in Australia that want to kill him already. That's right. With that, we shall bid adieu. We'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye. See you later, guys. WizardAmusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods, buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own a table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast to receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.